Hey, I'm Janet. And I'm Brian. And with our powers combined, we, we are, are distinctive. distinctive. Uh, so we are a dual income, no kid household. And uh, we also are crazed Disney fans. Crazed, but. Yeah, as evidenced by whatever the heck yeah, is going on. I mean, on it's here. just a magic band necklace. I've never seen one of those before. Um, anyway, so we talk about Disney World and also um, touring Disney World uh, as a married couple, but without the, the little ones. ones. Yeah. Um, so if that sounds like your particular cup of tea or other, um, you are in the right place. So speaking of other, we always have our magic word. Magic word. And today's magic word is similar. So anytime you hear that word similar, you will see the little counter come up and tell you to take a nice long drink of your beer or whatever you may have. If you didn't know you needed to have one, now you know. Go get one. Pause and, and go get one. And for those mega fans like Jason, you just have to chug one right now. We're waiting. We're waiting. Okay. All right. That's done. So today's topic is the top 10 ways that Disney is like the Las Vegas Strip. Ooh. We always get told by our friends, hey, well, you're a married couple with no kids. Why on earth would you go to Disney World? Go someplace fun like Las Vegas. And while we do go to Las Vegas and enjoy Las Vegas, we actually have found that there are a lot of similarities yes. between Disney World and Las Vegas. So by the end of this video, we hope you may agree with us, or at least you will have something to talk about in the comment section. All right. Before we begin, we like to open up each episode with a little fun game. And today is, which is better? We'll just pick two items in a similar category and have to defend which one we like as being better. All right. And I'll go first. Um, Mickey ears or Mickey sandwich? Ice cream sandwich. Ooh, Ooh. Mickey ears versus Mickey sandwich. Yeah. I'm going to go Mickey ears. They're classic. Okay. I uh, The Mickey sandwich is yummy. Um, but it doesn't have a stick, so it always gets stuck on your fingers unless you eat it out of the packet like an animal. Yeah. And um, I and it's got kind of that uh, old school like Dairy Queen crunchy outdoor mm -hmm. chocolate thing going, which I enjoy. So but I'm we, going Mickey ear. But we don't finish each other's ears. We we're actually we're that sickening couple that we no, don't no. like the combo bite. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> okay, um, no. which is better? A bucket of popcorn or a Mickey pretzel? Mm, if I get kettle corn, then I'm going kettle corn. Uh, better than pretzel because uh, ultimately I feel like I can uh, eat as much popcorn as I want without filling up. And I think that's a plus because I really don't care about having a bot, hashtag dad bot. I don't have no dad bot, so I don't need to worry about it. I, I have dad bot without being a dad. It's the best ever. It doesn't matter. People just assume I'm dad. It's okay. So, yeah. Especially at Disney. Especially at Disney. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So Your turn. Um, let's go with uh, Tiki Room, the Tiki 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 Room animatronics, or uh, the... What's it called? The Jamboree? Is it with the Country, the country Bear, Jamboree. Bear Jamboree animatronics? Which one do you like better? Tiki Room, no contest. Why? Um, so 
the clicking is is the same, right? So the birds click, but so do the uh, stuffed heads and the country bear jamboree, which is actually more obnoxious because you're sitting right next to them the whole time, whereas some of the times the birds that are clicking are far away from you. So clicking is even, and I think the birds are are they're a they're more classic kind of to me, um, and B they're more in my vibe, and C they're prettier. Okay. Sounds I particularly like, like the birds that come out of the ceiling and the little carousel and they sing the white right. ones. All right. All right. Um, all right. So you did some attractions, so I should do some attractions. I'm going to do um, Space Mountain or Mission Space. Uh, space Mountain. And only because the mountain comes after the space instead. No, I'm just uh, <laughs> no. Uh, because I love I love Mission Space. It's just that I feel like a, it's a you got to go at a specific time during the day where your tummy's not full of food because I feel like there's a good Don't chance. Don't eat popcorn and then go. There's Mission a space. good chance you're gonna have an upset tummy with it. It's okay. I deal with it, but ultimately every time Space Mountain pleases every time. Don't matter what. So Space Mountain. Easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy, and that's how you play the game, which is better. Which is better. And let's move on to our main topic of the day, top ten ways in which Disney is like the Las Vegas Strip, uh, except for stripping. Um, yeah, so first one, we're going to go with uh, the hotels, and both are highly themed. They're thematic hotels. So this tell is, us a little bit more about that, Janet. This is a true point, right? So if you go to the Vegas Strip, particularly the ones that are holdovers from all that building that happened in like the 90s, um, you've got these really highly themed hotels. You've got New York, New York. You've got um, Excalibur. You've got um, even ones that you wouldn't necessarily think of as themed hotels are highly themed, like the Mirage or the Palazzo, right, with the Venetian theme mm -hmm. there. Um, Caesars. Caesar's Palace, right? So pretty much all the hotels on the Strip have some sort of theme, mm -hmm. and it is in the decor. Um, probably the only thing that's a little more true about Disney hotels being themed than Vegas hotels is that the rooms themselves are not super themed in Vegas, um, whereas they are in Disney World, which I actually yeah. appreciate. You know, if you're going to do theme and carry it all the way through. I would agree. Similar but different. Similar Absolutely. But different. All right. Next one. All right. So the second is a combo, which is that there are a variety of fantastic restaurants, most of which are overpriced. That's true. <laughs> um, That's true. So there's lots to nosh on, lots of places to dine, lots of places that are worth getting reservations for, um, lots and lots of options, and you can pretty much find anything that you might want, um, but you're going to pay for it uh, in Vegas. Similarly to Disney, um, you can go, you know, out into the main town and find also good food yeah. for a reasonable price, but you tend to kind of feel confined within Secluded. the space, right? So you're either on Disney property or you're yeah. on the strip, yeah. and a lot of the time uh, you don't have a car, don't so you don't want to leave, yep. um, and so you just pay a little bit of a premium for that value or for that convenience of not leaving yeah. the theme. Uh, absolutely would agree with that. Uh, you know, there are lots of great restaurant options in both locations and it kind of are trying to attract similar clientele, I feel like. So 
I think that's a great I one. think Disney recently, particularly with Disney Springs, has really yes, kind of tried to start attracting people who are interested in quality food. It is definitely not just hamburgers yeah. and hot dogs, that, um, certainly not on property altogether, and even now, even less so in the park also. They should have just called it Disney Strip when they renamed it, and then it would have been perfect. <laughs> for I don't think that that's, that's the okay. clientele they're going for. Okay, but kind of going into, you know, they got you as a captive audience and restaurants. Uh, one of the things is similar, uh, you don't really need to drive around anywhere in either. Uh, there's really no need of a rental car visiting Las Vegas Strip or Disney World for that matter. And so it's kind of like you're in your own little private world that you just, you know, are dreaming in. And so it's really easy to get around. So I think that's a, one of the things is just got you as a captive audience. You're there and you're either enjoying it or you're hating your life. One of the two. But Yeah. yeah. And all the parking lots are really far away. So yeah. if you have a car, it's actually almost worse than and, just not having one. And the worst feeling in the world is not having money in either Disney World or, <laughs> or Las Vegas. It's pretty depressing. So I think it's more depressing in Las Vegas. In Disney World, you at least have probably prepaid your ticket. You can still do some stuff. Yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> moving right on. All right, so um, are we on number five? What? I mean, um, no, we're not. Yes, I think we just, we are. What do you mean? So we're related to the no three. driving yeah. is that there's lots of walking. It's number four. So if you are um, walking around in Disney World, you can anticipate something like 10 to 12 miles per day, uh, or at least that's what my Fitbit says. And we are not doing the let's get from the one to the other all day longers. We, we take breaks. We chill out. We mosey. Um, and we'll get in mosey a solid... We'll get in a solid 10 in miles um, pretty easily. And if you go to Vegas... All of that walking up and down the strip will get you about the same. So there is, do on the one hand, no reason to have a car, but on the other hand, you're on foot Lots quite a lot. Um, and the touring around is pretty much you need to be a pedestrian um, if you're if you're getting around either the Disney parks or Las Vegas Strip. All right, quick quiz, Doctor. Convert 10 miles into meters. Um, um, I don't want to. Oh, drink instead. Drink and set. All right, let's move right along. It's my evening hobby. I only Num do math during working hours. Numero cinco. Numero cinco. You can uh, easily chill by the pool at both locations. Uh, both of them have very themed pool areas as well, but uh, there's lots of activities around the pool for these resorts, and they really focus on the amenities directly around whether there's cool lounges at some of the uh, the big pools like um, Art of Animation, that the, the bar that they have right there, what do they call that? The drop off? Yeah, call yeah. drop off. That's a great The big bar. blue pool, big which, blue was, pool. okay, fun fact. Oh. The big blue pool actually has underwater oh, speakers, so you can one. hear the uh, soundtrack and uh, waves of the ocean mm -hmm. and things when you're underwater in the pool. It's pretty cool. So if you are ever at that pool, definitely dunk your head and check it out. You can also dunk your head under any Las Vegas pool, and you'll still hear the EDM music pumping <laughs> constantly. So you can kind That's of do true. that either way. Uh, it's not nearly as uh, enjoyable and relaxing, if you ask me. Either. It's not this big blue world. No, it's okay. It's not the big blue world. No, but yeah, so the pools are very well-themed, and uh, yeah. you can they, spend a whole day there. Both a Las Vegas Strip Hotel and a Disney World Resort Hotel put a lot of effort into making it a totally reasonable thing 
to chill out by the pool for, you know, half a day um, or longer, a whole day. Uh, and they make it easy for you. They make it convenient. They make it um, enjoyable, right? So uh, I've been to pools before where after a couple of hours, you're like, all right, and I finished my book and there's nothing left to do here. And that is not the case in either Disney World or Las Vegas. Yes. They're very similar. Most people, don't, most people don't use the pools at the resorts, but you should. You sh definitely should, but you have to have time for it. So bake in some time to relax by the pool. Absolutely. Way to save money, too. Save money. I love doing that. Um, next one, number six. Why don't you take that? Um, which one is number six? Ah, number six, one of my favorites on the list, which is you have a huge variety of merchandise. Merch, merch, merch. <laughs> so shopping is an activity that you can spend Lots some quality money. time and money on in both the Disney World property as well as uh, Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas merchandise tends to be a little pricier, but Disney World can add up as well. Um, and also related to this is the idea that they basically put their name on everything, right? So if you go to Disney, you want to get yourself a Disney World t-shirt, Disney World keychain, Disney World coffee mug, Disney World beer mug. Whatever. Yeah, all Toilet of the paper. above. Disney World um, Oven mitt, I have a figment of oven mitt. Poker chips. Poker chips. See, they're doing that already. Um, yeah, you can get all that. You want to go to Las Vegas, get yourself a coffee mug, get yourself a beer mug, get yourself a shot glass, get yourself an oven mitt with the Las Vegas logo on it. You can do that too. Do that. Uh, they have got their merchandise down. Um, so I'm not big on getting the logo merchandise, but I like the uh, the kind of more subtle nods to things. So I'm always a fan of, you know, Coasters, which just look like regular coasters, and you look at them and go, oh, it's a Mickey Mouse pattern. Um, so I enjoy the Disney merch for that. Um, I enjoy Las Vegas merch because it's all sparkly. Yeah. Sparkly. Now it seems like Disney is all sparkly also. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the only difference between Disney shops and Las Vegas shops is Las Vegas shops are like empty in terms of their merchandise and Disney shops are full of shit all over the place. So it's like there's an inverse correlation on price for Las Vegas shops and there's the, the reverse at Disney shop, whatever. Uh, moving right along, uh, going to number seven. Um, there are shows all the time, everywhere in Vegas, doesn't matter, four o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock, 10 o'clock, doesn't matter. You go to Fountain Show, you go to fire show, you go to, you know, the horrors, I mean, sorry, the little, the siren show at, at you know, oh, Treasure brutal. Island. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's not kid friendly at all. Uh, but yeah, there's shows every time, all time in Vegas. And I feel the same at Disney World. Yeah, there's a three o'clock show, four o'clock show. There's a parade. There's fireworks. There's fireworks at the Epcot. You can go to fireworks at Magic Kingdom. There's shows all the time. Yeah. Show, show, shows. Now, the difference between Las Vegas and Disney World, though, on the shows, is that the Disney World shows are included with your purchase price, whereas Las Vegas shows are 100 bucks yes. a ticket extra. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that is, well, I mean, there's lots of free shows, too. Yeah, 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 don't, don't oh, try it. Fair enough. All right, number, number eight, take it away. All right, um, so this is perhaps the oddest one on the list, but a true one nonetheless way that Disney World is similar to the Las Vegas Strip, you're bound to walk across, walk, come upon a piano bar at some point. At some point. You Absolutely. will walk past a piano bar. It's just, it's, it's guaranteed. Inevitable. It's inevitable. If you spend enough time in either location, 
you will either end up near or in a piano bar. It's a force of the universe. I, I, I think there's only two at Disney World, but that's okay. You'll, right, but you'll end up you'll next end to up, one, you will. whether you want to or not. It doesn't matter. You will. But, uh, yeah, that goes along with number nine, kind of, in terms of walking around. You have uh, only approved walking routes. And if you don't take the approved walking routes, you're walking a mile out of your way to get someplace. So when you get on the bus and they drop you off at the location, you're going to walk to the specific paths that they have. You know, when you're trying to get on the tram, there's a walkway to get on the tram. If you don't do that, you're walking a long way. Same as Vegas. If you try and avoid those little crossovers and try, no, you can't cross the street here. You got to go up. You got to go up, cross, down, left, right. It's the same thing. So approved walkways. Interestingly, apparently, what I what I gather from this, my conclusion, you can tell me if you agree with my yeah. conclusion. Right. My conclusion is that apparently small people, small people, okay, yes, i.e. children mm -hmm. and drunk adults are the same. Pretty much. So we can't let kids just cross the street anywhere. They might hurt themselves. They might run out if there's not a fence there and their parents wouldn't see and they'll get hit by the tram and that would be terrible. Therefore, there's approved racking routes everywhere. Similarly, we can't let that drunk 20-something woman walk no. through the parking no. deck. She could trip on her four-inch heels yeah. and hit her head and yeah. die and that would be terrible. So I, I have this feeling that drunken adults and small children are basically the same thing. Maybe that's why we love Disney World. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty much, I think you're on the nose. That was so stupid. Um, and finally, number 10. What is it? Go for it. Take it away. That both of them are the land of make-believe. Make -believe. So if you want to be immersed in excellent theming for slightly overpriced prices, and imagine that your life is not your life, but is instead ancient Rome or mm -hmm. the Venice or yeah. Peter Pan's space, Peter Pan's ship. You can do that. If you want to pretend you're in Italy, I got a place for you. It's called Italy at World Showcase. You want to pretend it's you're in Italy? Pavilion. You want to pretend you're in Italy? I got a place for you. It's called the Venetian and the Palazzo in Las Vegas. All right. I mean, you there get you where go. I'm going. You want to pretend you're in China? Just go to the wind. Wow. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Excellent dining at the wind. Excellent dining. Absolutely. Maybe that's another video. All right. But yes, it's definitely the land of make-believe. You just pretend. You pretend you're somewhere that you're not really, and the whole world is just a lie. But you're happy about it. That's the that's the great thing. It's just like acting. Yeah, but Disney got to the magical place on most magical place on uh, Earth uh, logo yeah. first. So yes, yes. Vegas had to pick something else. Absolutely. And last thing, closing out with a Vegas Disney connection. All right. How are they similar? How are they similar? Yes, they're actually working right now at Wynn Resorts to build where there used to be their golf course. Uh, a an island in the middle of a lake that they're building and in the middle of the island they're going to shoot off nightly fireworks and they have contracted with the same company that disney has spun up that does their fireworks at the magic kingdom every evening so they're actually going to be sharing some of that disney prowess and doing fireworks displays at Wynn resort so you see the similarities are already starting to fall in place and one day disney's just going to own las vegas that's what it's I believe. possible that I you heard it here first that. you heard it here first all right 
So that is the top 10 ways that Disney is like the Las Vegas Strip. And we are going to, as we always do, finish with a quote from oh, them. Oh, no, we have got a viewer question. question. I forgot the viewer, viewer question. Um, so our viewer, Gagrin42, asked, when's the best time to go to Disney World? When's the best time? And I love this question because it fits with our channel just perfectly. So the answer to your question is, Whenever the kids are in school. Absolutely. That's definitely the best time. So um, your spring break, your summer uh, time frame, summer's terrible because the weather and that there's kids that are out of school, right? Um, Christmas break, all of these times are terrible times to go to Walt Disney World because it's super crowded because people don't have to take their kids out of school to bring them to Disney World. The times that are the least crowded are the inverse of that. So if you go in the uh, first couple weeks of August, right after school has started back, that's pretty September. good time. Uh, if September. you go the uh, right around finals time for school, so mid-May, that's a really nice time, also good weather-wise. Okay. Um, so as we mentioned in one of our previous videos, there's kind of always crowds at Disney World, but to avoid the really max crowds, um, just do like us and have no children and don't be tied to a school schedule and you can go at the least crowded times. Uh, yeah, I would say second week of January through February and then second week of September through October generally. Yes. Those are good times. Yeah, early, early fall and the very beginning of the year and the very end of the spring yeah. when so, kids are still in school. So thank you, Gagarian42. Uh, we appreciate that question. If you have any questions, please put them in the comments below. And uh, thank you very much for that. And we'd like to close off as we do with a Walt Disney quote. Walt Disney quote is, when you're curious, you find lots of interesting things to do. Oh, he's such a heartwarming kind of a guy. He's a good guy. I love Disney. Well, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this video. Uh, please subscribe. And as always, I'm Brian. I'm Janet. And we are Distinctive. Distinctive.